welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Good morning, broads. Good day, broads, or good night, broads, depending on when you're listening to this. Good day. Good eye. Hello, broads. Hello. Top of the morning to you, broads. <laughs> I kind of went Australian. You went kind of British. Hello, you went, fucking broads. Hello. Good eye, broads. Good eye. Don't mug me off, broads. Cheerio. Oh, taking the piss. Don't take the piss out of me, broads. We're just annoying any British listeners just, so much. Here we go. But uh, yeah, to our British audience. <laughs> Sorry to our British apologize for completely. God save the Queen to our British audience. Because <laughs> we know you love the Queen. <laughs> We love our queen. We love the queen. <laughs> to well, all you, to all you Brits, we love the queen too. <laughs> Don't worry, we're on your side. Why did British people eat like bangers and mash? Bangers and mash, some shit like that. I have no a warm, hey, a warm tea lager. time. Whatever you have in your tea and crumpets. I like just like the worst. <laughs> like a spot of tea, little, broads. Little cucumber sandwiches, <laughs> little crust lists. My crust lists. Do you, do you fancy me? <laughs> well, if you're hearing, that is my gorgeous, hot, insane wife hanging out with us right now. Ten years, baby. Wow. Simp. Ten years today, dude. That's my simp, simp co-host. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, I gotta, so- I gotta warm it up, baby. So here's <laughs> here's the fact of the matter, bros. I love so, making great cringe. So these bros, they invited me on the episode <coughs> because uh, they were going to play a do or drink type yeah. game uh, that I found. I was like, oh, this is fun. They yeah. can try this. So I was going to be the moderator of this game. And truth be told, we did it for 45 minutes. We were drinking. We were doing some wild ass dares. And uh, the camera was broken the entire time. Yeah. So what you're catching now is us an hour into drinking and me moderating. Restarting. And we're just restarting and we're going in a different direction because Grayston found some fun questions to get to know us a little better. <laughs> now we're all lubed up and we're, ready to go. We've been, yeah. we've been yeah. drinking And we're slipping and sliding around. We're yeah. slipping and sliding. And also, um, what was I going to say? Uh, don't remember. Oh, doesn't well. matter. We're rubbing. We're rolling. We're going to do these awesome questions about life, about who we are as people, about what's inside of our souls. Yeah. And like I was saying, there, we're, we're moving and flowing in this, right? Mm, you know yeah. what? We we're just we, we, grow closer together. We're going to grow closer. We recorded for an hour and either the moon or the universe has just been really fucking with the uh, technical issues mm, lately. Swamp gas. Exactly. Totally. Absolute swamp gas. I feel like the universe just said, you know the what? Ghosts. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's hey. not, that wasn't the episode. This is the episode. Yeah. You know what? When are we gonna do um the ghost hunters yeah, at your house you, thing? You wanna know something? Yeah. Here's some exclusive tea. I have been messaging with a um well known paranormal investigator Whoa. to see if she will be coming on the pod and also have been reaching out to local LA paranormal investigators to see if they will come to the house. So, so let me we'll be on vacation. Can I come for that one? Obviously. Yes. We'll make you, guys, this. you guys do it together. I'm gonna go ahead and Why? do a vacation because I have Why? no interest in because scary Evan shit is like that. scared to death. Of the I'm ghosties cool in our with house. I'm cool any scare shit. Uh, the, the spiritual ghost stuff, 
No gracias. Wait, you're going to yeah. make fun of me for fantasy stuff, but you're scared of some ghosts? It's real. Yeah. He's scared of the oh devil. Oh, my God. He's very scared of it. And if I talk, he gets very angry when I talk to I'm the spirit. I'm not scared of the devil. Hail Satan. <laughs> Heaven's just like, sounds great. The devil. And then he runs into the house. He's just like dumping holy water on like, himself. It's about time. <laughs> I, I don't believe like in the devil or whatever, but whatever's going on with like spirits and shit freaks me out. Mm-hmm. I just would prefer to, to pretend it's not there. He gets very angry when we're laying in bed and I like tempt, attempt to uh, do some speak seance shit to the ghosts in our room because I can feel them. So I try to talk. Evan does not like it. What do you say to the ghosts? I'll like turn my little recorder on and I'll just ask questions and see if I can hear Shut anything the in the background. Up. Yeah. And then you get like, you're nope. like, no, I'm like, no, hey, no. Turn the show on and this is all conversations <laughs> over. <laughs> It almost was not a 10 year anniversary because Evan was about to end things <laughs> due to so my ghosty ghost situations. Dude. Uh-huh. So I took in in college, I mean, this is a little deviation. My senior class, like the thesis class, that was our capstone class, was um, ancient aliens, cryptozoology, paranormal activity, and like a couple other things. But we were studying like basically like all of that. like all the movements associated with that like when these things became really big in like american culture and like life and like focus on them um and the ghost thing was interesting because ghosts are something where like there's a conversion experience where like people don't just it's very rare for people to just like full-heartedly believe in ghosts without an experience okay but most people most people you talk to be like hey have you ever had an experience with a ghost well, that is an interesting icebreaker right there. We started, we had to do it as an assignment in college and all these girls started talking about um, basically like phantoms sleeping in bed with them and feeling bodies in the bedroom with them, like waking up and feeling another person like holding them or in the bed with mm. them and like feeling another body's warmth. I think, and Beck and I have talked about this before, whether you are on a dating app or you're on a first date, one of the best questions that you can ask for like texting or sitting down together for a first date is like, do you believe in ghosts? And then the person, the reaction is either like, absolutely fuck no. And then you're like, why the hell not? Or they go, yeah, I've had this crazy experience. Either way, you have a fun conversation because like you were saying, people have like interesting stories and feel passionately passionately about it one way or the other. Totally. true. And they feel like a little bit like you need to open the door for them to talk about it because they Mm -hmm. don't want to just lead with it and be seen as kind of like a kooky person. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'd say like eight out of 10 people have like a fucking weird ghost story. Uh And eight out of 10. Those are good odds that the ghosties are real. Yeah. Um, Do you guys want to get into these questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Write these down because if any of you are single, you can regurgitate these. Mm. Next awkward moment you have on a date is just yes. blurt one of these out when you don't know what else to say. Yes, the 99 questions we that go. we're yeah. going to do. But we're not going to do all 99, but we're no. going to cover some. We're going to do 175 questions. This is a seven-hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and get along. Hop on, baby. Let's we're go. Just, we're just getting to know you bros a little better. So here's a here's a first oh question. God, oh, Bud Lettuce being spilled I already. Just dumped, I like, by the way, that, that, remember last week before we started? Yeah. 
Yeah, I just dumped like a whole beer on the couch, and then this put, is turning into a frat couch. Put quick. like a blanket. Evan had me just put a blanket under me, and I just sat on it, and then the it all bled through the blanket, and then my pants were soaking wet. wet with beer, and yeah. I just drove home with like wet pants. Becca and I every week are sitting on the couch. We're like, why is this so wet, and it's why does it house. reek of alcohol? It's moist. It's, it's moist, moist, moist. moist. Um, all right, boys. What? scent do you find the most soothing lavender mm. i have this essential oil it's like called awake or something like that and mm. it's kind of a pepperminty vibe but relaxing Ooh, you know it's kind of like that is makes that one me of relaxed. nick vial's i don't want to talk about essential it oils. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who made it okay <laughs> you know it's kind of like that's really relaxing but i also kind of like you know your per like when you just sprayed your perfume me that, yeah because it's kind of like it's kind of like erotic and relaxing you know what Ooh, I mean? wow you went there do it's you have a, little a particular erotic, relaxing is there a particular perfume of mine that well, i don't know the names i just know okay. when it hits me do you know what okay so another one that triggers me is yeah. gonna sound you guys you just forgive me how it sounds but weed uh oh the smell of weed relaxes smelling you. weed just being like oh it's relaxing time okay it's relaxing time because there's like habitual stuff, you know, connected to mm-hmm. there where it's like, well, yeah, you total. know, something's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. My number one, I know my number one is what's your number one by far. The smell of the ocean. Ooh, mm. it's childhood. My pillow. Whenever we go back home, <laughs> whenever we go back home and I, I immediately smell that salty air, I'm immediately like, it's mm-hmm. chill time, baby. Like, let's bust out the beers. Let's go down to the beach. Let's chill. That's there's it. There's something like that. Do you? There's my one for me. That was cute as shit. <laughs> that was right? so my cute. pillow. My widow. My widow pillow. Pillow. There's also glass of milk. Random memories of like not like the like rain on asphalt, but that, oh, that is, those kinds that is of nice. those smells where they're like trigger like childhood memories of like locations you used to go to. Yeah. There's mm. one of like there's like a certain type of smell of like grass that reminds me of like mm-hmm. our old lake cottage in Indiana. That one, that one, that one triggers me heavy. We're like all of a sudden I'll get like these very vivid, lucid visions of like that landscape. I'm like, fuck man. Like that's I do relaxing. have to say that rain on asphalt. I'm like that, mm. that smell does make, I feel like very emotional as soon as I smell rain nice. on asphalt. That is. Yeah. That's a big one. There's, you know what they also, uh, um, if you get knocked unconscious, they say that's like a smell oh. you associate with a concussion is you're smelling rain on asphalt when it's not raining. Oh, weird. really? Yeah. Oh, that's strange. Now, you hit your head oh, really great. F- now I'll be paranoid all like, the time. If you hit your head really fucking hard. That's, that's what like you smell. Some, yeah. Try it, everyone. <laughs> oh Smash God. your head against a wall and see what you smell. <laughs> what do you, what about you, babe? Um, relaxing. I mean, eucalyptus to me. Mm. The smell of eucalyptus just like knocks me out for sure. I'm basic. What can I say? Okay, broads, quick pause from the bros and myself. Uh, I decided years ago that I would never waste another second standing in line at the post office. And let me tell you, best decision I've ever made. If you are still going to the post office weekly or God forbid daily, let stamps.com help you out. Because when you use stamps.com, you never have to go to the post office again. That's right, because with Stamps.com, you can do everything you would normally need to go to the post office, post office to do, but you can do it right from your home computer. You can compare shipping rates and times across multiple carriers. You can print postage. You can schedule pickups. 
So you don't even have to leave your house at all. You can even track your packages through to delivery. Stamps.com gives access to all the post office and UPS services without ever having to leave your house at all. All you need is a computer and your standard printer, and you will be up and running in minutes. So you're going to be saving a ton of time, yes, obviously, but it gets even better because when you use Stamps.com, you're going to save money too. You'll get discounts you can't find anywhere else, uh, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS rates. Whether you're sending a few Christmas or birthday gifts a year or dozens of orders from your online shop, those savings really add up. Stamps.com, by the way, is the best friend to small business owners. Oh my goodness, a lifesaver. And when you sign up with promo code chatty for a special offer, it includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. I actually used our code to sign up with Stamps and... Having the, I mean, a free digital scale to be able to weigh everything and ship out everything right from my house, it's incredible. No long-term commitments or contracts either. Just go to stamps.com, click on the mic at the top of the homepage, and enter code CHATTY. So it's no secret that we love a long, strong lash around here. There's something about having long, beautiful eyelashes that at least I know makes me feel like you are the moment. I have gone through periods of time wearing false lashes and now I have eyelash extensions. And while I love the look, they do cause quicker turnover of your natural lash lashes, which can make them feel a bit more sparse. That's why I'm starting to use a lash serum as often as possible to help strengthen my natural lashes in between sets. Oh my gosh, so some of the best lash serums available require a prescription, but that doesn't mean they're difficult to get. All you need is Roderm. Roderm offers access to a clinically proven eyelash growth serum quickly and easily. So to see if the treatment is right for you, all you need to do is complete a free online visit, and within 48 hours, a Roderm healthcare provider will get back to you and prescribe the treatment if you're a candidate. It's awesome. There's no need for any in-person appointment or follow-ups. Just a quick online visit and your serum will be on the way. If you've never tried an eyelash serum before, prepare to be amazed because the results are hard to argue with. In a 16-week clinical trial, eyelashes grew by 25% in length and 106% in fullness. Are you kidding me? Please sign me up. Right now, if prescribed, new members will receive 10% off an eyelash growth serum from Roderm. When you go to roderm.com chatty, shipping is free. And you'll get free and unlimited follow-ups with your healthcare provider to support you throughout your eyelash growth journey. Roderm.com slash chatty. I'm about to get on my computer right now and sign up. All right. <clears throat> Do you remember the first novel you ever read? Well, I can tell you what happened. I don't remember the name of it, but I can tell you what happened. And we might have talked about this before. And it was about my dad. It has a it has it also just tells you everything about my me, me and my dad's relationship at a young age um i was reading this book i don't remember what it was but it was really cool and it was a, it was um about this pirate and you know he was traveling the world and collecting money and he and he found a treasure and he wasn't really a pirate but he was more like a traveler and he found treasure and i was like so i just remember being so enveloped by like the journey of it it was so incredible to me and i was just like oh my gosh and it said in the book the man found treasure at the bottom of the ocean equivalent to 10 million dollars and i was just like Whoa, 10 million. 
because Ember's really into money right now too. She's like, how much is this? How much is this? And I go, $500. She goes, what? You have 500? You know, she just says, what? And I was like, kind of doing that to my dad. I was like, dad, $10 million. And he goes, is it a fiction? And I go, yeah, he's could have been a billion. And he walked away. <laughs> and I was just like, traumatized. And I was like, oh, I guess all these books are worthless now. <laughs> He's always like, why are you reading fiction? It's fake. Why, yeah, none of it. None of it's real, Evan. I would say my first, my first novels were Hardy Boys. Oh yeah, I classic. read a shitload of the Hardy Boys. Oh yeah, which were really fun. And then I'd say like the most vivid, like most vivid memories I have was reading Harry Potter. I got mm. grounded. I got grounded for like I forget like a few weeks in elementary school. I forget what the fuck I did. <laughs> did something and I got grounded. I was always doing some shit yeah. and getting grounded for like ever. And I remember like I was grounded and all I could do was like read and I read, I just blasted through the Harry Potter series or whatever was available at the time. Did you have a favorite book? I reread the first one a bunch of times. I think my favorite book though is Prisoner of Azkaban. God, that one's so good. It's so good. There's so, so good. much going on in it. Mm -hmm. And then I remember like the last, cause at that point they were like one-offs. Mm -hmm. But it was like, yeah, the characters are aging, but like what happened the previous year stayed in the previous year. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, Voldemort keeps being this like recurring nuisance, mm -hmm. but it wasn't quite the overt storyline where fifth, sixth, and seventh were all continuous all connected, yeah. and cliffhangers. Mm -hmm. For one, two, and three were like, they ended. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. ended and he went back home. The fourth book, The Wizard's Trial. Goblet of Fire. Yeah, that's not my favorite. I think that's a low hitter for a lot of people. Yeah. I do like the, uh, I love the feats of strength type thing though. I like bringing in the new characters. I like the love stories of mm -hmm. like, you know, how, how, okay. How did you pronounce Hermione before the movies came out? Here, how did you read it? Well, here's the problem. Hermione. Growing up in the very religious household that Evan and I grew up in, we were not allowed to read Harry Potter so the first time I was ever exposed to Harry Potter was a movie when I was older. And then I started to read the books after I saw the first movie. So I knew the pronunciation. Dude, her name was one of those names where you just like, you saw the name and you associated it with someone, but you just like, kind of, it was no like, idea. A blah, 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 like, and you're just like, I don't know. It's different <laughs> it every time Hermione. I read it. But you had no idea how to pronounce. Well, it came out as Hermione in the thing, but you were like, Hermione. It's fucking not spelled that way. It's like Hermiona or like all this shit where you'd be like, what is this <laughs> I name? I have no idea. You have Harry, Ron, mm -hmm. and then Hermione or like whatever it is. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Why does this That actually, name? that is so true. I never Everyone thought about has that. has like the most basic name ever. I never thought about how like all the kids were just, their brains were exploding when the movies came out and they're like, it's Hermione. Like, like everyone what? was just like completely mm, tripped yeah. out. God. Like, one of mine had to be, it had to be maybe Charlotte's Web. Or uh. The Trumpet of the Swan, like one of those <gasps> Oh ones. my God, dude. That book made, when they slice his little fucking flippers, dude, but he like, it's so, I dude, that book stood out to me because I was like, it's like, do you remember what I'm talking about? And mm -hmm. The Trumpet Swan, it's a mute swan. Mm -hmm. And he ends up learning how to play the trumpet to connect with the other swans to oh. vocalize, mm -hmm. but to play the trumpet more, like to, to have a broader range the swan fucking razor blades 
his flippers. So oh, his geez. little swan Again, flipper digits can be more dexterous. One of these oh. children's stories. So he can stories. play more taps. But then he learns how to write on a little chalkboard that he wears around his Yeah, neck. he's also a genius. Oh, yeah, he's a genius. And then he ends up getting like the hottest swan babe. <laughs> he the, gets the, the mega the, swan babe. The yeah. slay swan. <laughs> Okay, what is your favorite thing about... I love about- that you read that. <laughs> it's so good. Trump I read it swallow. over and over again. Um, what is your favorite thing about your personality? Ugh, I hate these questions. <laughs> I work too hard, I care too much. <laughs> <laughs> I network, I build. I network, yeah. I build. I care too much, and the problem is, is that I cannot stop, <laughs> and I just don't know when to turn it off. <laughs> Oh, what do I like so much about myself? I'm good at everything. It sucks. Because sometimes I just want to be humble and like want to know what it's like. Yeah, this is my humble, my humbleness, my humility yeah, my is humility, my favorite aspect of my myself. My grace, my just kindness. How down to earth I am. What a little shining example of an upstanding citizen. Oh, yeah, I would say my favorite thing about me is that everyone wants to be me. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's be real though. What's your favorite thing about you? Fuck, dude. I fucking hate <laughs> I'm so self-deprecating and hateful. Really? I don't feel that way I about you. No, I don't know what my favorite thing about myself would be. I'd probably, I don't, fuck, dude. I literally despise these questions. Like work, when you have to do a job application and they're like, describe yourself in three words. Mm. I'm like. All right, I can, I can say what I like about myself. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Go. I'm loyal. Very loyal. You know what? I'm mm-hmm. loyal too. Like <laughs> you that. can't copy mine, dude. That's mine. All right. I didn't say I share well. Okay. I said I'm loyal. Give me some more things you like about yourself. <laughs> yeah, then I'll just say those are the ones I like. Loyal. You, you, are know, you, know, these are, you know what these are great though? These are kind of like when there's nothing. These get awkward in a room when someone who's like major downer is just like mm, i'm very positive and you're just kind of like mm, <laughs> and everyone's like oh lord like, and you also know yourself not. very well yeah i just okay. i get it you know what i'm supportive mm-hmm. okay i'll give very that supportive. one I'll, that. Give that one. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I'll give that to me. i'll say something i'll cheer myself on what's your favorite thing about you um my favorite thing about myself would be i think that i connect with people well i'd say so very I think true that'd be my favorite thing about myself uh, that's a, a thousand percent correct about myself these these questions also make me very uncomfortable yeah. i wonder if it's a libra thing it might be i think it's a little bit like i want you to i want people to compliment me constantly <laughs> but then when i have to like you want me to tell you compliment myself no. in front of you want me to tell you my favorite thing about you yes mm-hmm. that's you know when they have like and when then it, i'd be like stop <laughs> no stop no no but enough, don't actually enough. stop you know when there's birthday parties and they're like okay everybody go around the table and say something that you love about yeah. the birthday person yeah i'm obsessed with that except i do get like kind of blushy what i want is all those people to write it down and like send uh, it in a text to me later that i'm not obligated to respond ooh, to so i just that'd have be nice. or like a letter maybe that's better than a text i have a friend who when she gets <laughs> when she gets too drunk before all hell breaks loose she'll take you to the side just tell you how amazing you are. Give oh. a five minute everything that she loves about you. And it's 
the best. That's the best thing it's ever. It's the ultimate. You have like the most ultimate like hug out after the end of it. Mm-hmm. And you just feel like a million dollars. And you're like, oh my gosh. Like you feel like you're glowing. Yeah. And she just builds you up. And, and she's and you, so serious about And then you it. see her doing it to someone else. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> no, but it's the best because you see them getting it. And you're like, oh my gosh, they're getting the treatment. They're getting, they're getting, they're getting the it. They're getting it. They're like, oh, they're someone <laughs> should really cut her off, but don't. She's really just rocking it right she's now. She's verbally affirming everyone. Oh, it's the best. I have to say to everyone listening, anytime that you feel self conscious to verbally affirm someone, never. No one ever will feel bad about getting a compliment. No. But how awesome is it if you were like, that's your, that's your MO as a drunk? Is be like, well, you block out and just make everyone feel amazing. Mm-hmm, and be mm-hmm. like, fuck, dude. Like, I wish you were drunk all the time. <laughs> like, As opposed to someone who's out? just like, you're embarrassing. Oh, they get into fights every time that they're drunk? Or they just no. do dumb shit mm-hmm. where it's like they're always trying to get arrested. Or like they're just like, not for like violence, just for being an idiot and an mm-hmm. asshole. Or like, you know, you're always causing a scene or yeah. you're, you know, whatever. If you're just that person who's like sloppy, but like so lovable. Fuck, dude. That's the move. Okay, question. Yeah. What are you guys like when you're drunk? And I'm, I don't mean like buzzed. I mean like proper yeah, yeah. drunk. When we're kind of sloppy and we're like not really. And then we wake up the next morning and we're like, what was I And saying? you're like hectic. self-conscious. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty damn hectic. I'm like the night could never end. And it's more like relive that feeling of being invincible when you're like 16 and you're like, there's no consequences. Mm-hmm. Stop being, you know, stop being so scared to like do some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And like, let's let's make let's make some regrettable choices right now to not take me to the other side yeah. i'm like <laughs> let's hype up yeah. let's amp it it's up like we gotta burn it down let's baby. get mm-hmm. really Tonight's dangerous mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm into that mm-hmm. that's you, yeah what do you like problematic you're never really that drunk so you're gonna have I don't get drunk very often. I like to like have a nice chill buzz. And I would like to fancy that I do compliment people when I'm drunk. Yeah. I do feel like I, I give love out. But I think I just get a little more confident in what I would normally not say to somebody that I might get self-conscious about saying. So whether that be like affirming or saying how I really feel, I think I really, I'm, it's not that exciting. I do laugh like crazy. Yeah, you laugh a lot. And your girl can stay up. If I start drinking, I can stay up until like the wee hours. It Same. really ramps me up. Same. And then I won't ever, I don't ever want to stop. And no. we're like, at a, we get, especially it came out at my friend's bachelor party recently. It was like my college roommate was there. My undergrad college roommate became my best friend's graduate school oh, roommate. Okay, that was a, that was a recipe right there, and it was like we're. It was very antagonistic, like hedonism of just <laughs> like it's never enough. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep going. Everybody's like, why is everyone sitting down? Oh. It was like, what is wrong with all of so you? So then the worst thing that could happen to you when you were drunk is that everyone is like, I'm chill. I don't want to do it. Oh, any- that's the worst. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, 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 Everyone losing momentum and losing steam is like the worst. That's where I'll actually get aggressive and pissed off at people. <laughs> like, if sh- everyone's like, get up right now. I'm just like, oh, what's wrong with you guys? Like, come on. Like, this is so depressing. These are the days. You got to live them up. Yeah, because we're just getting older. Right. I know. I know. You know? I do have to say I was in Vegas this past weekend and, you know, everyone there, I'm the only one there with a child, you know, who's, I think I was the oldest person there too by a couple of years and, you know, drinking all day, like late into the night and 
everyone else was like taking naps and I could not sleep wide awake because I'm drinking all day. And then everyone, you know, by like four was like, it's time to go to sleep. And I'm like, I could stay out for a couple more hours. Like the the drinking just gives me like wild energy, which isn't good because then I want to die the next day. My friend, my actually another one of my college roommates just invited me to a ludicrous concert in Ludicrous and fucking Usher show in Vegas (gasps) in May. Oh, you have to go. Oh, I'm going. Oh, you better go. I'm going. I haven't talked about it. I'm going to buy tickets before I even talk to Becca. <laughs> I'm just going to have it all booked and just be like, like it's just extremely, so you know, just get a gauge her response and then come up with like, it's actually really important. This is a very important. It's a me. really important thing that's it's for, happening. It's, it's for an the event. gym. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. It's somehow from, I'm going to have to work. go to Vegas without you. It's for work. Unfortunately. Evan, when you're drunk, um, what do there's you think two stages. as? two stages uh-huh. stage one drunk is like super happy super loving super like you're my best friend in the world mm-hmm. I, I got you and then and then if i go too far i start getting like dude you need to start thinking about it this way mm-hmm. and i get really like i'll corner you and i'll be like he gets very existential i get very existential and I get like this is this is. And I start, I start talking about childhood. Out? I start talking about childhood, and I start talking about like he'll cry. He'll be I'll like cry. he'll open up and he'll like start crying, and then be like, "Do you feel this way?" And yeah. is trying to like break it down. I get with, real like, like heavy friends. with like the concepts, and so like it's 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 it's. If I get too drunk, then people will be like, "Totally, man!" Like, <laughs> how like, I brother- just met you, and you're talking about childhood trauma. And how like, the and, bachelor like, party just go for you? Oh, that's in two months. That's in two months. That's in two months. Okay. That oh, I can tell you for a fact that that bachelor party is going to be packed with some extremely heavy conversations. And I think everyone there is not down for it. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> they <laughs> might be, dude. They might be. People who are going to be like, what are you talking about? Why are you talking about this? I do not want to think about this. This is why I'm here is to not think about these problems that I have. And I'm going to be like, you got to get down to the center of the core. Yep. You, okay. It I was going to say, I was going to give some advice, but I'll just keep it. Give it, give the advice, King. Oh, well, I was going to say if everyone's doing blow, they won't mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of what I'm like. I'm like, I'm like the dude on, like, that's what I'm like. I'm like the guy who is drinking and it's like I'm on. on yeah. Because when they're, when they're in that mode, everyone's just like conversation is conversation. And right. the conversation is fuel and they just like want to keep going. And mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what you're talking it's about. Like the, as you know, long it's like as the you're coke talking. guy that's like, I want to start a business tonight. That's how I get <laughs> That's where we talk about. You know what I think about with that is did you ever see, did you ever see Orange County? One of the great movies. When Jack, when they're tearing through the freeway and they're driving to the college and he's like, I just got this t-shirt company, man. Yeah. I got this t-shirt company or like a hat company. It was just a big old hat. Like, and he's, <laughs> that's me. That's me. That's the, I'm like, dude, it's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. God, that I'm movie's like, good. What color would you choose to describe yourself? Mm. What color are you? You can't say like confetti or something stupid. Uh, birthday like cake. That. A catch all. Sparkles. But yeah, I don't know. What's lit? Mm. Um, hmm. The first one that came to mind for me was magenta. Mm-hmm. I like magenta. Is okay. that just because you like it or you feel like it describes you? Oh, I like it. Well, oh, so interesting. When I was painting, so I took I was uh I took a lot of art classes for long. My mom's a painter. Mm-hmm. But I was painting, I was oil painting for a number of years and I only painted in purple. 
Mm. Interesting. Only different hues of purple. The whole okay. spectrum of purple. I had only pain in it, in it. That's what spoke to you. Yeah. Okay. And I'd get these art critiques where everyone was like, it's like a really depressing color, like apparently. like too much purple? I didn't think purple is very depressing. I think it's in a very emotional color, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is emotional. It doesn't feel sad. It feels... No. But it's not quite sad and it's not quite happy. It's not like overtly it's depressing. It's melancholy a little bit. It's a little bit, but there's happiness in melancholy. Because yeah. melancholy to me is almost like remembering a time that you can't get back to. Where it's like a heavy, it's a happy moment, but it's past. And then it like, it lives only in memory and it's a happy memory. But there's something depressing about that at the same time. I live in melancholy. That's yeah. kind of always my like journey mm. to try to pull out of melancholy because I like remembering like the good things but then i can sit in it for too long and be like Girl. i was describing the grateful dead like that to someone okay. we were talking about our favorite grateful dead songs and i couldn't stand what they were saying was their favorite dead because <laughs> i was like you're precious not... about it no it was like a stupid ass song called eyes of the world and it's such a like happy-go-lucky fucking song. And I was like, this is not right. Like, no, wrong the rest choice. Of their songs, the rest of their songs are just like, they're kind of fucked up and like sad and depressing in a certain way. But they're like, you know. And you're like, you made the wrong decision. Sort of. I'm just it's like, the band enough. is like, they're these rock and roll songs, but they're also like kind of fucked up mm-hmm. in this way where it's like life mm-hmm. has these, you know, there's, it's not just like. And this, their fans, you know, are mostly criminals. Yeah, or I mean, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> right? actually. Really? But what's oh, the, yeah, the Grateful Dead? The FBI would follow the Grateful Dead on tour because the amount of drug dealing and like criminal activity that their fans were doing while at the shows that the FBI yeah. would literally follow them because they would be able to like make their monthly quota by just going into their concerts and like arresting all of no them. No idea. Yeah, there's it's like a, really scary. They're not really no hippies. Idea. Deadheads are not like there's the and I also hate that term, but there's the. There's a joke on like, what's the difference between a hippie and a deadhead? And it'd be money and cocaine. Right. Hippies oh, don't have either of okay. those things. Okay. That's the. Yeah. What about you? What's your, what's your no, color? No, you first. Oh, um, I, I, that's a good question. I don't really know. Maybe a green. Yeah. Green is a great color. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, that describes me. Because like the green, like the color of your beanie, kind of like a. Yeah. Yeah. Like, green. like it, it can be very, uh, like, oh, inviting, but then it can also be kind of like dark and it can kind of fall down mm-hmm. into like a kind of heavier vibe so that's that i kind of fluctuate a little bit in that world it totally can i never go like yellow mm-hmm. but i'm never like dark brown or so you know what i mean it's like i'm kind of in that middle ground it's an earth tone that's how mm-hmm. i kind of feel even it's though very I'm, rooted mm-hmm. if, rooted is a good word mm-hmm. you yeah. are very rooted yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of how i feel i would you? say orange Ooh, I don't yeah. know why, but orange is always, I've was always been draw, drawn you always to orange. Have since I can remember yeah. you. Yeah. Look at your nails. I know they're kind of yeah. orange. Yeah. They're orange ish. Um, I don't know because I feel like maybe different like versions of orange, but I feel like when I'm doing well and I'm like bright, I'm kind of fun and, uh, yes i don't know i don't know how to describe it but then also then i can get like that like a very burnt orange well yeah it's like i don't know i associate orange with fire Mm -hmm. and it's very much like controlled Mm -hmm. fire is this you know i mean you can think about it it's like we have useful forms of fire and then when fire is very dangerous Mm -hmm. that's very true that's a very good example of what you are 
Yeah, there's a comforting side, and then there's also you could burn the whole, you could light the whole world on fire. (laughs) I think that comforting and horrifying is a good description (laughs) of my (laughs) That's the dual. That's the dual nature of it. I think there's definitely a dual nature. Mm -hmm. Um, What is something you have accomplished as an adult that your younger self would be proud of? Mm. That's a nice question. I am proud that I. Fell in love with music. I thought you were going to say me. <laughs> I thought that I was going to say. I thought you were Wait, that I'm say proud that, that. But this is like proud of something of myself. <laughs> he said, fell in love. I thought I you were like, about to be I'm so like, sappy. A, and I was going to be like, I was going to throw my, like, gonna throw my shoe like, at you. He's about to be like, be like 10 like, years into a marriage. I'm just proud that like God. I fell in love with the love of my life and that it's grown. <laughs> it's We've connected. Oh, that would like, dude, look, 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 I was going to be like, whatever I say after this, like I'm going to sound like, like Evan, such you a fucking douchehead. No, keep going about the music. No, I mean, that goes without saying. Keep going. No, I would say this. I would say that I love my wife. Um, and that's about it. What about you? No, um, I would say, uh, <laughs> well, you know, there's a long list of things I'm proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, no, I'm not really proud of anything. I'm proud of whatever Jess does. No. <laughs> um, no, You're I was, loving it. She loves it. Deep down, she's, she's laughing like at it. And she's her like, fingers. she's like, I I was like, 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 continue. <laughs> she's like, stop. Validate me. That's the Libra thing. She's like, stop yeah. it. Keep going. Stop. Like, oh You're so cringy. <laughs> what else? <laughs> um, okay. So I would say that I, I fell in love with music, you know, like at 17, 16, 17, like really fell in love with it. I didn't know it even could be like a job unless you were like a rock star or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, the fact that I feel like I've, I've made a living doing some form of music at whatever junction of my life mm-hmm. fully since I was like, whatever. Like I just feel proud that like I'm in my thirties now and I still ha- I have a career in music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get to be creative I every see- day and I work with artists. So it's like, for me, it's like, dude, like I, you know, I don't know. I just, that's something that I'm just really, even if it all ended today, the fact that I got to do yeah, you're working with artists years of you're working mu- with artists that you used to listen to when you were like sixteen. Yeah, like I, I, and you're like, like yeah, I have these weird moments yeah. where I'm like talking with an artist or working with them, and I'm getting paid to work with someone that I, like I looked up to as a child. You know, like that kind of stuff where I go like, even even all ended today, I'd be like, I got to do yeah. a mu- bunch of fucking awesome shit and travel places I never thought I would be able to I go. Definitely vibe on that. I think me working in climbing is something similar. Similar like, thing, yeah. I always wanted to be like a professional sports mm. athlete mm. type situation. Yeah. And then you're confronted with like, well, that's not in the cards for you. Right. right. I'm not quite you know? the level. But... And then it was like, I remember having a life sort of a existential crisis on work. And I remember I was working for startup. I was working for a, a, a huge company now, but I was early, early in their startup phase couldn't i was it was so toxic i quit and became a chef not like a big i was working in a ramen restaurant and i quit like a job where i was earning like uh, they offered me like a crazy they they offered me the like you can get equity in the company we're putting you on salary we're doing all this i was like no i'm fucking quitting all that and i'm gonna go work for minimum wage at the time was 10 50 an hour and i'm gonna work in a ramen restaurant and I'm going to basically like cook ramen noodles on sautel. 
till yeah. three in the morning and work the night shift rather than work for you fuckers yeah. anymore. Because you were just, done. and then I had this like crisis where I was like, I don't know, this is definitely not where I want to go. Like I went to college, like all this stuff, and I was like, I'm gonna take a few months off and travel and when i come back during like during that time i'm gonna think about what i want to do and i was Mm -hmm. like i want to work in the rock climbing industry Mm. because that's the hobby i've stuck with for like a really long time whenever i'm working i invest all my money and free time into climbing and pursuing climbing and now i'm like i own my own climbing gym i started a non-profit with climbing actually our debut event is this saturday if you guys are in los angeles come down to long beach rising for a big collaborative event with arcteryx and brain dead happening at the climbing gym tim heidecker is headlining dude i'm a monstrous tim heidecker fan how fucking crazy is that you posted that i I was like what tim heidecker and eric wareheim's like effect on comedy dude for me i just showed her a tim heidecker video last night dude yeah, the one, um, he, the one where he makes a oh, drink that's not real. Friends, it's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Dude, fucking everything they've produced too. Their impact on comedy in general, like Nathan for you. Yeah, all that the stuff. The fucking Eric Andre show. Oh, like these guys, is, their fingers wah, been wah, on the wah. pulse. They they've had their finger on the pulse for so long. Yeah. And then, like, now this fucker's playing at our gym. So cool. He's playing in a climate. so cool. Anyway, yeah, you guys, if you're in LA, come. But anyway, I feel really proud of that, of, yeah. like, Absolutely. making this decision to, like, I mean, it's the same thing. You're going to college for financial-related shit. And I just looked at like, myself, and I was like, dude, no. Not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'd rather walk from opportunity to take this big risk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's cool. I could look back, like, my... My eight-year-old self would be super excited, I think super proud and excited of like who they've turned into. And I try to yeah, try to boys. think about those. When you have those big decisions, I think it's always important to think of like, would that small, innocent child be excited about who you're becoming as an adult? And I think totally. I needed this too, because I, I was, I've been, today I was really stressed about work and yeah. work's been stressful. And I can, you know, you can kind of get negative about all the shit that's hard or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when you just have this like moment, you're like, what am I, what am I complaining? Are you? Like, what am I worried about? Like, this is yeah, awesome. Yeah, like, you think about, like, little Evan and little Grayston. Like, think about that. That's Or oh, I could be wild. really stressed about some shit that I hate. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, totally. You know. Yeah. I always think, like, the perspective is super, super important. But also, like, you know, sometimes you got to acknowledge, like, I'll have these conversations where it's, like, sometimes stress is just self-induced. Yeah. And sometimes stress is just stress mm-hmm. and it's okay to be stressed. It's okay to be stressed, out. but it's like how you deal with it. How do you, you get deal negative with it, with it or do you just accept the fact that there's a lot to do and you got to figure it out, mm-hmm. you know? And also like are you how do you um how do you let that stress affect other areas of your life? Oh, what I, I normally do is I let it affect it massively and and have everyone suffer around me. <laughs> uh what about you, babe? What am I most proud of? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, honestly, my I Mine feels a little more simple. I, with all of like growing up with like my mental health and like illness and that piece, I just never thought that I'd be able to be in a position where I am helping like run a successful business. Yeah, There's just no way. Mm. I was always a little bit like, I'm not a hundred percent sure what I can do where I'm at, like with like, the mania and then the depression and anxiety. I'm like, I, I, I feel like I'm going to have to, I, I didn't know what I was going to be able to do, but definitely not be a boss in any sort of capacity. So I sometimes will feel like super stressed out and feel like I can't like, Oh, I can't handle this and that. But then sometimes when we'll step back and back and I'll be like, 
on a Zoom meeting together with like a bunch of people talking about stuff, I'll have this moment where I feel like really proud of myself where I'm like, oh my God, I'm in this conversation with these people and we're having these big business conversations and there's no way in hell that little me ever thought that Mm -hmm. I would have the capacity to do this. And I'm doing it even on days that it's really hard. I'm like, I'm doing it and I'm figuring it out. And like you were saying too, Ev, even if tomorrow, even if tomorrow I'm like, I can't handle it anymore. I'm like, at least I know that I had this moment Mm -hmm. in my life where I did do it and I feel like I did it well. You you proved to yourself that you could and you did. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Hey, give it up for us. Yay. (laughs) High fives and everyone at home too. I feel like that's a really good question to like, Really just like, you know, pause and ask yourself. Exercise. Yeah. Ask yourself that regularly. Think about what it yeah. what your uh what your little self. That was would a really sweet you. moment for all of us. I hope you guys are <laughs> as proud of us as we are of ourselves. <laughs> I hope you guys are proud of us as well. Um next. <laughs> here's what I love about me, here's my color, and here's what I'm proud of. <laughs> Self-indulgent. Self-indulgent. <laughs> okay, if your pet could talk, what would their voice sound like? <laughs> I have, oh man, Ashley. What would Ashley's voice sound like? <laughs> Don't hurt me. <laughs> You're petting me. <laughs> that's that's Ashley. And then Boris would have been just like, hi. <laughs> What are you doing now? <laughs> what are you about now? What about now? What about now? <laughs> Sweet Boris. That's he what was, he would have done. He was so slow. He was like, what are you doing now? Is what that food? Doing? Oh, not your computer? Oh, okay. If you put, if Boris was trying to walk through a hallway and you put a small box in his way, he couldn't figure out how to get around it, no. even though his legs were like four feet tall. He was just so just like, what am I supposed to do now? He was like immediately on ice. He's like, <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Well, no, he was like an <laughs> elephant that way. Like you could, like you could literally put like, a thing one foot tall to block him from moving into a room and he'd just look at you like, I guess I'm going to die here. <laughs> You're like, Boris, say, you could easily same, walk around it or step over it. Same with the door. You'd have like, a door cracked and he would just stare at you through the crack being like, well, I guess the door's locked. <laughs> and then Ashley would bust through And Ashley through would just it, be like, take her pause and Boris was just like, Boris was oh like, like even though he could just break the house down. What about, what about your cats? <laughs> Well, cats don't have souls, so that's no, they How definitely do. Sophia, <laughs> so Sophia would be like, um, oh, Sophia would be like the the girl in Mean Girls, the blonde girl in Mean Girls, who can her her she can feel her boobs and tell <laughs> yeah. if it's gonna rain. Amanda Siegfried, mm. yeah. Siegfried, Sophia yeah. would be like her, and then muffins would be like. Like okay, so I was thinking about the cat and babe is Sophia, where they'd be like, mm, "Do you know what happens to pigs on farms?" <laughs> like kind of evil. Yeah, it'd be like around winter time, there aren't any more pigs on the farm. Kind of like lazy, but horny, but also mad. Super like, <laughs> super like that, like touching yourself. Yeah, being kinda, like, I'm, I'm like lazy, horny, and also kind of like evil. You know what I like to do with the mice that I catch? <laughs> yeah. I like to rip off their toes. Right, right, right. Mm, so tired. <laughs> I like to leave them alive for just long enough. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like an evil emperor. 
pretty much like an evil yeah. evil young emperor one of the cats is like super affectionate and lovey-dovey and the other one is like a straight up like just brings in half dead animals <laughs> oh my God. like when a cat brings you a dead animal the supposed idea is that like you're so incapable of feeding yourself that the cat is showing affection by bringing you something dead for oh. you to oh, eat. like sense. they see you this person's like completely inadequate so the one cat will bring in completely dead animals so fine that's easier to pick up if it's completely dead it's awful when it's not entirely dead and muffins like a mouse will, that's like tweaking. muffins will bring oh, in no. muffins will bring in like twitching stuff oh, no. that are still like she's able like to, i've left the kill for they'll you. like try to run away from her <laughs> they'll like try to run away from her and then she's just like that's her favorite it's like oh it's maimed and like now we're gonna play with it for hours and hours and hours oh, and that's when evil. we're like dude outside yeah can you please evil, do your evil shit outside no oh what do you wear when you're feeling your very best and why wow what are you wearing when you're feeling your 10 out of 10 you're like i am a gorgeous king i could do anything suits mm. oh. suits mm -hmm. i love wearing suits i rarely ever get the opportunity to wear a suit it's very much not my like it's definitely not your aesthetic. No, I mean, look, I mean, literally yeah, in shorts and my Birkenstocks. You know right what? Now. This you know is my vibe for sure. The sweatshirt, sweatsuit is my vibe. I would say a suit, but a not a full button up suit. I would say a suit, like if we're going to be like, hey, we're going to a very swanky party. So it's like nice slacks, really like cool high fashion shoes, a suit jacket with like a like tank top underneath, you know, like a white tank top or like a uh, like a cool shirt. That would be like when I'm feeling great. Yeah. Mm, so it's like, mm -hmm. it's like a cool, it's like a, it's like a mellow suit, not a full like button up tux at a wedding. Not that. I like the full party suit where it's like, it is like a three piece, but we're all oh, wow. in like the heightened, you know, energized situation. Like wedding business. God, that's the most fun. See, I like going to a wedding because mm. going to a wedding, I if I'm in the wedding, I'm wearing the, the top. And the whole thing but if i'm going to a wedding that's when i'm prime i, love I know i can drink suits. and we're gonna hang out i love loud suits for prom me and my best friend went together and we bought the dumb and dumber tuxedos so we brought like ba i had a baby so blue. Dead on. i mean i could see it dude i had 100%. a baby blue tux and he had a sherbert orange one and we like went in we went in that way and that was Sick. that was killer i was like that is so much fun because you're like this we're here to we're here to have a good time. You're here to make a statement. Yeah. It's what not just you? we're looking good. We're having a good time and everyone knows it. Mm -hmm. That's a fun, that's a fun 10 out of 10 experience. Like for myself, the best, I do love getting dressed for a wedding when I'm going to a wedding. Mm. Um, but I don't know for me, the best I'm going to feel is when I'm going out in the town, I got a little top that's got some under boob, a little bit of tummy, small skirt, a high boot, and a thin, like, long jacket. Okay. Next question. <laughs> okay. Dude, she leaves, and I'm like, what? What's Where, your goal? Where's that outfit? <laughs> what is your goal? Why are you going there? To show off around town, baby, to get my, <laughs> to try to get those compliments we were talking about. All right. <laughs> As a Libra, I'm like, I'm going please fishing. say something to me. Yeah. I'm fishing right now and I need compliments. Well, she looks hot and you know, <laughs> you're not leaving the house. No, my favorite thing to do is to make Evan uh, tell me I do like a fashion show before I'm about to leave to go out with my girlfriends. And I have him tell me which outfit is the sexiest. And then I leave in whatever the sexiest one is. Mm, great. It's a fun game that yeah, we play. I love that game. <laughs> <It's an> awesome <laughs> game. 
Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I remember being like a little kid getting mad. Like my mom would be like putting on her makeup and I'd be like wanting to go somewhere and I'd be like, I don't even understand why you're putting that on. You're married to dad. <laughs> right. I would right. be like that at like nine. But I'd be like, I, just need, I don't even understand why you need to get dressed up. What do you need to get your hair done for? Why do you even get your nails done? You're married to dad. Who are you doing oh that God. for? Why do you dad do that? Dad should provide all, everything you need in your <laughs> whole world. Why do you do that? That was my perspective as like a child. Like small child. Just judging your mom hard. Solely for the purpose that she was inconveniencing me. Right. For getting We're to where I was. And that was the argument why, that I was leading with. It had nothing to do with like so my perspective long. on these things. It was just like, you're lagging. And here's why I'm gonna, I'm about to just bust down everything on the lag. The lag is bothering me. Yeah. You can get as done up as you want. Just don't inconvenience don't, me. Yeah. Ember is kind of the opposite. I'll be honest. Like she's my hype woman. Before I go out, she will give me like a rating on my outfit. She'll be like, you need a little more lipstick or like your shoe should be higher. Like she will call yeah. me out on shit. I'll get a full review from her. I'm like, thank you very much. Well, mom. She's really good at it. Um, okay. <laughs> she is though she'll just be like i don't like that one like, all right dude ruth is pretty good on the accessorizing too she puts she, outfits together no, and i'm her like little outfits are fire flames <laughs> <laughs> she looks so dope frank always. right now we put a gold rope chain on frank and i'm like totally with it i'm like whatever this is fantastic. like guido frank is super <laughs> amazing little babies in the tub with like a gold chain you're that just like fire. oh yeah it's, yeah, it's so good he looks like some like casino owner. He's just like, like a sitting little in his bubble bath. It's like Johnny Two Bags. He's just yes. a little. <laughs> he's just a little. Bring Vin- me my milk. <laughs> he's just a little Vinny the Keto Guido. Yes. Um. Okay. What's a yearbook style superlative you'd give to your high school self? Okay. Hmm. Did Did anyone get a superlative in their high school like yearbook? Have a good summer. No, 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 no. Like, superlative. Like most, most likely to, you know, whatever. Or like, like it's always like, oh, best dressed, funniest, most likely to own a business, like you know that type of stuff. I don't think most likely to own a business was a superlative, but oh well. Most likely to own a business. Easily, it could have been. Mm. I was definitely not any of those. I probably um. Then what superlative would you give to yourself, high school self? God. Uh, <laughs> mine would probably be most likely to think he's cooler than he is. <laughs> <laughs> most likely to be in his own world being like, that guy thinks he listens to this type of music. He wears these clothes. He thinks he's cool, but everybody else is like, oh, okay, mine, could have, mine could have easily been like most likely to still be living with his parents at like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> be like most likely to move out of his parents' house into their guest house. Most likely, at, be, like, more, most likely to be Jack Black from Orange County. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's what I would have put it on. I love that. What about current ones? If you gave yourself a current superlative, mm. would be most likely to act like he doesn't want to do something, but really wants to do it. What, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? I don't even understand. No, it would need to be like. What does that mean? Now, now mine would be like most likely to be like the T-ball coach. 
Okay. You know? Yeah, I could see this. Most, you know, it's like uh, in that vein. Hey, this is how you do it. Because it's like, what? Most likely to run for city council. Of, but of, you got to think like that stuff. No, no, no. I wouldn't want. Becca, was, Becca gets on me about that. We'll drive around and I'll just be like talking about that kind of stuff. Like here's what we need like, to be started. The city needs to start. Oh, yeah. I have. Oh, yeah, we know that about you. Go. If if I give you the I lane go. of like, you know what's been crazy about traffic lately? And then Gray will definitely be like, here's the thing about LA. And then it's like, well, he's off. Well, dude, I have thoughts on this. Stuff. I know you do. I know you do. I can totally see that. So most so, likely so to most run for city council. Except it would drain me. Beck and I were joking about it the other day where she'd be like, you, you would probably run. And she's like, and if you did end up winding in that position, she's like, it would be the end of like all your happiness. You'd yeah. be nothing but fed up and frustrated. You're like, I didn't want to do anything. But, I just wanted to talk city, about but the city, it. But like, the city would be so good. You would be drinking. No, I would end up so having good. to get higher and higher, and I'd be like, I have to change it from the inside, and I have to get it's in all here. Theoretical. Next all, thing you know, all I'm of a like, sudden you're the president, going you're like, for fuck. governor. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, how the fuck are we even? I don't want to be here. Why am I running Stop for governor? Me. Stop it! I hate all of you. That would be like my yeah. That'd be my platform. It's like I don't even want to be here, but someone needs to I be hate here. This shit. Everyone else is too fucking dumb to get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> so grumpy. Well, I mean, you the have to be like, think about, okay, think about like, here we go. What does it take? <laughs> City no, Councilman Grayston Leonard. Who are you that you're like, you know what? I'll be president. Mm. I will be president of the United States. Like, who the your fuck ego has are to be you? Crazy, big. for real. You have to be out of your goddamn mind to be like, you know what? I'll be governor of but California. I think most people aren't Bananas. doing it because they want to make change. Absolutely think- insane. Look at Newsom's haircut. And tell me the man's not fucking crazy. <laughs> I said he's, he always reminds me. He's like, like a uh, Batman. He should be in Batman, yeah. like the governor of Gotham yes. or something. Yes. That's fully. what he reminds me of. Kind of that, like, fully. He's like so handsome. There's right. something and he's so, weird like, about quaffed. his hair though. But it's like too greasy and like there's yeah. something going on Bat- with that. But he, he literally looks like a, like a movie version of yeah. his role. Yeah. Grayston. Scuba Grayston. diving or skydiving? Ooh. Scuba diving or skydiving? Scuba diving seems like the safe bet. So skydiving seems like the risky one. And that's the one you should lean towards. Do you know what I heard the other day? That there's a one in 1,000 chance every time you skydive that the parachute won't go off. Mm. One in 1,000. That's not... Those odds are scary as hell. What about your oxygen tank or like something going wrong underwater? I know. (sighs) You know what though? We've been skydiving. Yeah, we've... So here's the thing for me about skydiving versus scuba diving. I've seen the world from an airplane. So I'm just going to see it come rapidly fast. Dude, I will say it is unreal. Exhilarating. Oh, it I is, don't doubt it. It is wild. insane. I don't doubt it. It's but wild. think about the inverse. Scuba dive 2,000 well, feet they're under opposite. the ocean. Well, I think the, the question's good. And the good. world that's down there, it's an alien world. But the, it's a different but, the, world. but the question's good because one is like, do you want an adrenaline shot to your neck? Or do you want like a deeply immersive, slow, magical vibe, right? Mm. One is like, what? And yeah, one is pure like, adrenaline. Ex- extreme silence, a little, and with danger, and you're magical. You know what I mean? So I've never been scuba diving deep. So that w- I would choose that now. When we were in club, yeah. when we were at the Club Med thing in Mexico, mm-hmm. Beck and I, me and Becca's friend, we're, we got, 
really drunk and went snorkeling. Yeah. And that was awesome. Dude, snorkeling's epic. It was awesome. We had a coral reef and this whole mm-hmm. thing. We were just like, that was so cool. I'm like, you know what? That was really serene and calm. Mm-hmm. I'd be vibing on that. If so I was scuba? like, I wouldn't want to like scuba dive the Marianas Trench. I'd want to like scuba dive like a sick reef right. or some shit like yeah. that you know uh, yeah i would definitely say scuba diving i'm like yeah. it would be so magical but i will say scuba diving does scare me more than skydiving the thought of it yeah yeah there's something about not like the animals but there's something about the pressure of being underwater and if all of a sudden the oxygen tank yeah versus like skydiving didn't scare me that much i don't know mm-hmm. why i think maybe it just ha- it was so fast yeah and also you're attached to somebody. I think maybe that might be what it is too, where I'm like, okay, I, there's a professional, I'm attached to them. So like they know what they're doing. I'll be okay. You know what I think of it, now that scuba diving is more contained to like a, the tank is on your back. Mm-hmm. I feel less. I, I watched, there was the movie Men of Honor. Of course. You know? And I always think about that they had the air tube going down Scary. underwater. And if something were to just catch the air tube. Yep. Oh God. Fuck, dude. That, yeah, I'm no, like, that. that... I don't know why that... The idea of that has, like, always... Whenever I think of scuba diving, I just think of that being, yeah. like, towed away by your it's airline. It's so scary. One of my best girlfriends, though, she... When we were in college, she got into scuba diving, and she would go every weekend with a group of people scuba diving, and, like, she would come back with, like, the most amazing photos and stories, and it was just, like, the most peaceful... She loved it. And I always wanted yeah. to try it. it is, but. I will say it's a lifestyle where people, people don't make sco- like skydiving really a lifestyle, but people who are into scuba, like scuba, Really? I feel like skydivers like, are like skydivers. They do it, but at the They're same a time. they bros. They, yeah, but it's bras. like, because it's so quick, it's like, but you go on scuba diving trips with friends. You don't go on like skydiving trips, really. You know, you, you know go on I scuba trips. I can't take it seriously, though, if someone says like, you want to go scuba? Scuba? Let's like go scuba. Let's put our little suits and our little oh. masks. Sounds yeah, I scuba. So magical. Yeah, it does. All right, we're all scuba kids here. We're all about the scuba here. Scuba I'm life. a snorkel guy. <laughs> it's no, no one even. It's like saying che- uh, chess, and you're like mm, checkers. Yeah, checkers. <laughs> I stop at checkers. Don't take yourself so seriously. All right, guys. I love that. <laughs> okay, two more questions. Yeah. One. What's your love language? Do you guys know? I feel like you guys haven't talked about I this. Fucking mm. hate this question. <laughs> How do you feel oh, sex. loved? How do you how do you feel loved? Is that loved? one of them? Is that which one is that? How do you feel loved? Not how do you give love? How do you feel loved? Gifts, uh, physical touch, words of affirmation. Um, what's the other one? Acts of service. Quality time. Quality time. Thank you. For me, I I, I struggle with this one because I know this is a really like, this is kind of a brutal answer, but like it does depend on the person for me. It's not generalized. So like if I get a compliment from someone who doesn't give out compliments, that is huge to me. I was about to say, what are you going to do for me that I know you don't like doing? Right. There's a little bit of when someone does something. That's when I know. When someone gives me something that they give to everyone... It doesn't I, feel it, like it doesn't wow. Feel, you guys are fucking tough. So basically, whatever you don't want to do, give to you guys. <laughs> when, no, it's when, it feel, when you know what it is. Yeah, when I feel exclusive. 
okay, you want to be a little VIP in the person's yeah. life? Uh, yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's the whole thing. So I guess we're just narcissists. It's just for me. <laughs> but no, but if you had to pick, like if you had to generalize, if you're like of, of those lang- love languages, if it's like you just had to choose, like what would be kind of the general one? Like what would, what is my preferred or what is mine to someone else? No, you're preferred for you. Like for you. someone to give to you. What would you receive, want to receive? You know what I would want? I would want, I would picture it at my funeral. Money. <laughs> no, okay. I want it to be like at my funeral of like this person, you know, it's like this someone of like, the, no one ever knew that this person could sing. And they get up there and it's like, oh, it's my funeral. And then they like sing the song they always sang for me. And no one even knows that they could even do that. And that's like, that's a diet. That's a dear what moment the? for me. <laughs> what you that's about? how I think about it. No, what? we're talking about receiving. So like when Becca comes home, when she gives you a hug, <laughs> when she tells you you're awesome. So, so I die. When she okay? spends a lot of time with friend. you. What the so hell? I, die. I have this friend. You know what? Let's my call friend, my mom. My friend's, Let's a, call my mom my friend's an opera singer. Okay. And so, and, and, and he always sang opera to me and I just wanted for him to sing at my funeral and that <laughs> nobody. <laughs> what in God's name is he Wait, talking so about? He's lost it. It's gone. It's late. Okay, you know what? Service? You know what? I feel loved by like, Becca. I love Thai food. Making <laughs> Becca, getting Becca to do the dishes, that's when I feel okay, loved so by Becca. Okay, so acts of service. Acts of service. And honestly... Mm, but it's not acts of service, necessarily. It's the specific thing that this person doesn't like to do. I think that's what's keyly important here, <laughs> is that you they do the thing that you know that they dislike the most... And then they're doing but it then, for you. But the but the the funeral situation with the person singing, do they not like to that's sing like in public? A, no, that's like a secret thing that they do that's for That's just me. a random okay. fact about it. Like him. Okay. no one knows that this person does it. It's like the thing of like so and so's like that person never laughs, that person never smiles, or like they never tell jokes and be like, seriously, like she tells me jokes all the time. Okay. She's so hilarious at home. She's like yeah. a thing there's where an it's intimacy. like it's just for me. All right, she doesn't I'll, play ukulele for everybody. She plays it just for me. Maybe that's quality time. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, I've I've changed in this one because it used to not be this one, but I think, I think, words of affirmation. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need okay. that. Wow. You need to pick me up. I, I used to not be like this at all. But my little insecure older self, maybe, and the little words of affirmation. No, I think you've always been that way. Uh, Evan has typically chosen a lot of friends around him in his youth who are very encouraging people. And so I think he's always wanted that because you are surrounding yourself with people who are very like shiny and bright and encouraging and would lift you up a lot. And you didn't maybe necessarily realize that that's. And now that it's a desert wasteland, I miss it. Mm. No, I'm kidding. What about you? I would say words of affirmation again, like we were saying, Mm. and like, please shower me in words of love. Yeah. That'll make me feel good for sure. But I'm not going to like ask for them. Yeah. That's for sure. I like quality time too, but I also, you're also a hermit. I'm also a full blown hermit. So I'm like, I want quality time, like with like two people on the planet, like when I want it in that moment. You want, what is it? What is it? Do you guys watching euphoria at all? I'm into it now, baby. Evan okay. I just finished the first in the season. Second, in the second season? When oh, that, well, well, there's a love speech in that. Can we yes, go into that? When yeah. she's like, you can control like, you know, when, when she's like. Uh, yeah, you can control what I eat, who I hang out with, what I wear. Uh-huh. What's that? I mean, that's like a sub situation, right? Like a dom sub, I would mm. imagine. That's the only way that I would know how to break it down. That's sick. That situation's sick. So you want to be dominated? <laughs> No, 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 no. You no. want to be the dom? You need to see it. 
they need to see it to know exactly what's going on. Oh. It's, it's kind of fucked up. It's kind of fucked up. So you want to tell That'd someone how nice. to live or you want to be told how to live? No, I want someone... I don't really want to do any of that. But if someone were to just come up and tell me that, I'd be like, okay, I feel loved by you. <laughs> I don't get any of this. I mean, I'm completely <laughs> lost on him on this question. I mean, he's just stating random Physical things. Physical touch. I do not know what he's saying. Physical touch. I want to know. That one just fully changes. You're like, you know what? Why not? Just you know, physical touch. Just physical touch. I either want you to completely... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, see, that would be the worst. I don't want to tell you to have to do anything. Lots of physical touch. Love it. I mean, like, Becca doesn't do any of the things that I'm saying that I like the most right now. <laughs> She doesn't do any of it. She just she doesn't. She's not. You she's, were saying she doesn't it, sing at my funeral. You were saying she it the do other any day. Of this shit. You were when we were doing our when we were doing our um, the the show where we were me and her just arguing back and forth with each other. And Evan was like, Dying. he's like, I don't get it. He's like, those are all things where like in a normal relationship, someone's probably gonna like submit to the other person. And he's like, neither one of you does. <laughs> it's battle royale. You guys just go at it till you guys get focused on something else and just like give up <laughs> just like move on i need that though i'd get bored if someone just like gave in was sure, like sure, yeah sure, sure, you sure. can have like we'll watch whatever you want to watch sure It'd be like no, that's me. boring you're boring okay the final question yeah. an intimate question, question to go out okay what do you wish people understood better about you intimacy okay that I'm not as hardened as I appear like I think a lot of people think that I'm very like I can be standoffish or kind of like I don't Mm -hmm. need anybody or I don't need those things and I think that um, whatever I give off people think that like i'm uninterested it's such a guy thing yeah but it's like you're such a tough guy but it's, but it's not a tough softy. thing it's just like people that's people, the thing people think that he's like this tough guy like i'll meet people he's so but he's not. Real softy. He's such a I'll, I'll meet people that, that literally say to me like the first time i met you i thought you hated me but that's like and i'll just be like what that's what we're talking about that's like the beast in beauty and the beast it's mm-hmm. like i'm not actually this beast mm-hmm. no but i'm not yeah and, and it's guy. not like and i and i have fun and like i'm i have a great time with everybody but i think and it's not it's not that um i'm i'm angry or like i give people the vibe that i'm mad or anything but i think people give the uh, i give people the thought that like i don't want to hang out mm. so it's like you know what i mean i kind of i kind of give off this like all right see ya what do you think that that is I think it is a, um, I don't, I don't, it's not conscious, but I think it's like, I don't want to go out on a limb and then have it not work out the way that I thought I wanted it to work out. Like in a very, in a very like. So you're scared uh, to be vulnerable. Yeah. Like in a very, in a very like uh, elementary way, it'd be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we should hang out. Like, no, uh, sorry, I'm busy. That Mm -hmm. concept of like feeling like you go out on a limb and then someone, it doesn't work out the way you thought that has always been kind of like a, a little bit of a insecure place for me where I'm like, I don't, I would rather just not even try to do it and have, and have it go exactly how I think it's going to go. than maybe try to develop a relationship with someone who I might want to be friends with. And then they kind of like, don't reciprocate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine would be like, I, that I only mean about like 70% of what I'm saying. And <laughs> most likely 
I'm saying it without really fully even thinking through what I'm actually saying to someone. And they got to give me some grace mm. and just be like, oh, okay. Not take everything I'm saying so seriously and like take it verbatim seriousness. Be like, there's like about a 70, two thirds. He's two thirds committed to whatever is actually being said. But you're, pro- you're, well, you're just, so, you're clearly such an outward processor too, that it's like, you're kind of just going through the journey of it. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, it's, it's happening more real so time. Like, I mean, like my thing with people is I'm like, there's conversation and there's a lot of things people say. It's what they end up doing at the mm-hmm. end of the day that ever even matters because everything else is just like airtime and just yeah. like space that's being filled up. It's just mostly like what's being done. And so I also think like some, like, you know, your opinion on something could change day to day. Mm-hmm. And if someone were to have a conversation with you like three weeks ago and be like, oh, well, you said this. That's like, and now I'm using that to base you as a person. Mm. Right. Is like, why? Yeah. Why would you use that yeah. to figure it out? Why not like anything your I've ever... Actions. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, especially if you're just having, if all your interactions are with someone or a conversation mm-hmm. and all they have to base you off of is just like time-filling conversation... I'm like, well, whatever. Like, it's just conversation. It's not like binding. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not like this is a thing I did in this way where it's like, I know words have an impact or whatever. But I always think for me, I'm like, just know I'm really not that committed to the things that I'm saying. Mm. Are you, if that makes sense. Are I'm not you like, a verbal not like processor? 100%. Yeah, I'd say I'm a verbal. I'd say, yeah, I'm like, I, I definitely, from like, um, I'm a verbal processor and I will say like, if I say something, if like I tell you that I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. then I feel more committed to doing something. Um, cause I said that I would do it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I was like, I have other friends who won't tell you any of their plans. They'll just do stuff mm-hmm. for me. It helps me follow through if I vocalize okay. that I'm going to be doing these things. Mm. Um, but also I think just like, especially if it's like, if it's something I wish people just knew about me, it's like, to me, that's like more like if you don't know me, mm-hmm. I'd be like definitely prerequisite. Yeah. Just, just, just throw out like the 30%. Ignore a lot of it. <laughs> okay. You know what I just mean? Just know that I'm about, receive about half of what I say. Just focus on the positive things. Love it. Whatever you agree with, keep on to that. Whenever, just otherwise on. just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, babe? Um, I would say probably that, like, I wish, I wish people knew, this sounds so sad. I wish people knew that I was, like, how, um, what's the best way to put this? How seriously I take things Mm. and that I'm, like, really hard on myself. I think sometimes to like protect myself, I will come off as like, it's all good. And like, we're, we're coasting and we'll figure it out. Or like, I don't, um, especially with my friends, like growing up, it would be like, you know, let's say for instance, all the girls are getting ready for a girl's night out and everyone is getting dressed and everyone is asking each other, like, how does, how does this look? Do you like this? Should I wear this? And like all the girls are doing that with each other. I would never ask any of my friends what they thought of what I was wearing, not because I didn't care, because I was too scared to hear any criticism. Mm. So I think sometimes I just like then 
will put up a wall in that way where I'm like, oh no, it's good. I'm good. I'm like, no, I'm taking everything like very like seriously into heart and like processing like in overload 24 seven. Um, but I don't talk about it because I think the more I talk about it, then the more that I'll go in like a spiral and self-sabotage. Yeah. Probably. Which yeah, is, like, I see so that. Heavy, I see that but... with you. Do I see it with you? Because you'll, I'll, I'll see you be like, we'll be talking about something, you'll be processing it, and I'll be like, wow, okay, Jess is really struggling with this concept. And then all of a sudden, I'll see you how you'll address it, and you'll be like, sounds good. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we just talked for two hours about how like this is, you know, how you're going through this or whatever. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, I see what you're saying. It's like, yeah, I feel like sometimes if I like sit and dwell on it too much, then mm-hmm. I'll fuck it up in some way or like get in too much of a spiral. Yeah. I don't know. Such an intense ending. <laughs> I think it was it good is. though. <laughs> it was very it was a, real. A lot of good, a lot of good shit came out of this. I like a this. lot of nuggets. I mean, we went from, you know, the camera crashing while you guys were um, basically Practicing sex positions. dry humping each C- can other. Can I be honest with you? To... I loved this significantly yeah. more. Yeah. Thank you, Grace. Grace, you found these questions. You found these questions. While Last we were minute. scrambling yeah. to figure out something else when Once the we cameras were dying. 45 minutes of podcast was dead. We uh-huh. were like, what? Uh-huh. We got to talk about? <laughs> idea guy. He's the idea guy, everybody. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the guy that, what's fucking wrong with this town? He's the idea guy. <laughs> City Council <laughs> member Grace and Leonard. 2030, Long Beach City Council. Grayston. Vote for me. I'm an idea guy. <laughs> I got ideas. You like hire the ex- you know the guy who executes. I it got ideas. Go Everyone before me is a dumbass. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> just be like, dude, I can't even, don't even get me started. <laughs> well, that was fun. Thanks for letting me join, bros. Yeah, that was awesome. I know that, I was here to moderate really initially, nice. but then I ended up just... It worked out great because you were really nice. Jess was just going to be a moderator for a game. The whole game went shit. And then uh, we uh, we ended up just having an awesome conversation about life. Now, mm-hmm. reminder, you guys, not today, not today, Friday, the next episode, next Friday, our merch is finally dropping. Is this confirmed? Yes. Like company confirmed, we're all good. Company confirmed. Let's go. All of it's going to be up and ready to order on the website. You've seen us tease it. I've worn an airbrush long sleeve on a few of the episodes. The merch is unbelievable. And we have a photo shoot dropping. You have a photo shoot dropping that is spicy. Absolutely insane. It's absolutely spicy. Like Benihana uh, onion volcano sizzle. Oil in the volcano is bubbling over. Absolute explosion. Absolute explosion. It is hot, hot, hot. As Guy Fieri would say, lock your doors. We're going (laughs) to Flavor Town. Shut the front door. We're in Flavor (laughs) Town. Oh, well, we love you. It's late. I think it's time for bed. What do you it's think? It's bedtime, baby. Mm. Broads are probably listening to this in the morning, but That's you know true. what? Have a good day or sleep Have tight. Have a day. Sleep tight. Go to bed. Wake up. Whatever, baby. It's Friday. 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 Chat soon, broads. Bye. Bye.